This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Because sometimes an episode is simply good. Well, there was a delay. All right, let's just get up. And let's open our doors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, not at the same time. How did we do that bad? Three, two, one. Did you clap as well? Yes. Oh, well, it was just at the exact same time, so I only heard mine. Damn, we're fucking perfect. So the third one is the one that matters. Yes. Cool, let's go sit down. <laughs> Alright. Okay. The world's most perfect sync clap. Ain't never done it better. <laughs> the way we're recording is so ridiculous. It's the stupidest fucking thing, dude. It's fine. It's Listen, fine. it gets the job done. I pulled the mattress over my door. <laughs> I'm like the Christ fucking, in my like, funny little cave. mattress that we've just put between our rooms to like block sound. And so, what separates gender? <laughs> Attack on Attack on Titan, where two leftists reread and dunk on the fascist manga known as Attack on Titan. The very, very fascist, big, big Nazi manga. Yeah, the big bad one. Who wrote uh, this manga? I don't know the guy's name. I, I read guy. it about ten minutes ago, and I refuse. I will I've not learn his name. i the fascist guy. We don't need to name him. I don't know. Big me man. I'm your host, Ali, also known as Milk. I'm uh, your host, Rowan, also known as... <laughs> no, you <laughs> don't get to do my one. No. <laughs> if you wanted to know how that was pronounced, this is a special little treat. Now, hey, Ali, say, get give, to me, give me a donaka. Uh, no, <laughs> I disappoint yeah. my Irish relatives too much the if only I tried. Fucking people listening to uh, this are people we know. Except, actually, no. I did get one rando Twitter account liking the uh, the post I made that I do not know. So there might be a rogue extra listener in here that I don't personally know and talk to. Yeah, so um, if you're a really big fan of Attack on Titan, this is the podcast for you. Um, oh yeah, you'll love it are, here. Uh, number one fans. Um, oh, being there since day one. You should keep listening and you're going to just have such a good time. Because we are here to not criticize this media property. We love it. It's a great experience, a great fandom, just can't get enough. Infinite shipping potential. (laughs) This is the thing though, right? Like, I've never read the manga, but I was was in this fandom. Like, I was. Oh, yeah. You You tried your hardest to get me into this. Yeah, like, back in the... Like, when I was, like, 16, though, like... Oh, yeah! Like, a very long time ago. It's been a while. Do you know what I forgot to do? What? I forgot to find my fanfiction. Oh! <laughs> it's 
fine. I'll get it. All right, Ali. He finds it now, or we have a special little extra bonus treat for next time. I mean, this is the thing, though. I do remember, like, what what it was called, I think. So I'll, I'll find it. It's still probably on AO3 somewhere. Um, I'm probably not going to give the title because I don't want people <laughs> yeah, to don't. read it, but we are going to be talking about the Attack on Titan fanfiction I used to read uh, and write. Oh, um, it's very exciting. So, like, why did you read this fucking manga anyway? Because you just yes. started telling me about it one day, just All obsessively, right. and I just have been in hell ever since. So the whole reason this podcast exists is because at some point this year, I think maybe June or July... Um, I was on call with my friend Jackie, and I forget how we got on the train, but we started watching Attack on Titan recap videos, and <laughs> then we started watching videos that would compare, like, the, the size of different Titans, and I was like, damn, this sounds fucking stupid, I'm gonna go to the fandom wiki, and I'm gonna see what's up, and then we spent six consecutive hours on the fandom wiki, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I kind of just fell into a big old Attack on Titan hole, and I haven't climbed back out since. It's one of the most, like, comically bad things I've ever read. Yeah, do you know what's also one of the most comically bad things I've ever read? The summary of this fanfiction that I created. <laughs> Ooh, God. <laughs> Give us a little tasty peek. I, I honest, this is so bad. All right. So, this is a superhero AU. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> Holy shit. Alright, let me give you the concept of this uh, fucking fanfic I wrote in 2014. I'm so excited. Six years ago. Fuck. Published on the 13th of the 5th, 2014. Uh, with two, with oh. one chapter. A single chapter. Because oh, I never fucking finished it. No, the concept, it's like Jean Marco or whatever. Yeah, of course, the concept of is, first of all, <laughs> Jean works in a comic book slash comic book store that's a, also a cafe. Oh my because, god! Because you know, I'm a genius. Um, second of all, he's like an OG comics fan who's like, "Nah, I hate these comics about real superheroes. I like Marvel and DC. <laughs> 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 One's about fictional superheroes." He skateboards. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> the concept was like, he gets kidnapped at like the end of chapter one. God. And he like wakes up with like superpowers, electricity superpowers in like the next chapter. I remember like beginning writing that chapter and then just being like, no, nah, I actually don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> now, why did like, you start with electricity powers? How did that happen? Now, it's like an interview the author. I think I just like those. <laughs> Just, I just like electricity powers. I like to give them to people. They're pretty good. I can't say I'd be disappointed if I got some. Marco was like a healer who was like the son of like a really famous superhero. What a fucking His mom pussy. Was like a famous superhero and she died or something. I don't know. <gasps> it was cool, I guess. It was not cool, but I'm not saying what the, it's called because it I don't know. It cool's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> but it's like a fucking. Like college superhero age. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So oh, that's fucking beautiful. Work. So when I'm criticizing this, and I mean, like, this was like I only ever watched season one of Attack on Titan because they had that huge hiatus, and so this was yeah. like in that that time. 
Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> One of the tags on this is occasional French. What the fuck? What? What were you and Apparently I made John Canadian. I don't remember any of this. Oh, that rules. Oh, I oh, love wow. Canadian John. He was a roommate with Connie. Oh, um, God, yes. Yeah. Oh, this whips, dude. It's fucking normal shit. Also, I, I was Aaron even in this? I don't <laughs> think Aaron and Mika so were in it. <laughs> Unnecessary. They're add-ons to the like, show. We can whatever. get rid of them. <laughs> we're only here for John and Marco. We know what's up. And like Connie and Sasha. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, anyway, so, you know, I'm just sort of, like, outing myself as, like, the most cringe right now. Um, it's pretty even know fucking cringe, characters. dude. It's the most cringe thing ever. I mean, no, I think this, the most cringe, I'm really, like, showing my ass here, but, like, the most cringe what fanfic else is this ever show for? was, was uh, one shot that was a spinoff of my Marauders, like, uh, OC one, but it was, like, my, my, my Harry Potter OC meeting the the 10th doctor oh but i wrote that when i was like 13 (laughs) like that was never even on ao3 that was like fanfic.net baby that was the the og (laughs) bro that's pretty fucking cringe what the fuck fucking bad eh (laughs) oh christ yeah how have you gotten better since then how did you not just like goes so far below sea level that you could not come back um i became a leftist (laughs) (laughs) it it will do that to you like radicalized by the internet (laughs) um i started reading like proper books instead of fucking it does help man oh this is so stupid anyway (laughs) oh fuck me that's incredible yeah, like, because you wouldn't let me tell you about this, so now, this is Allie learning about this as well. So, I've been yeah, waiting. It's pretty bad. Am I gonna read any of it? No. No. Bad. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Christ. I actually can't look at this anymore. <laughs> oh, and I made a, like, eight tracks health. playlist to go with it, just so you know. <laughs> oh, God, yes! Nice! <laughs> I had a lot of uh, Attack on Titan, eight, like, um, 8-tracks playlists, and some of them got, like, really popular. So, again, I'm not naming, I'm not naming them. I'm not giving the titles here. But, yeah. World-famous 8-track DJ. <laughs> I can't believe I've, like, opened this podcast and being like, here is my embarrassing teen self. Anyway, um, I haven't thought about Attack on Titan since since this phase i was in and um now now i'm back i guess back because i hate it now back because i've i've had a fucking awakening and i'm cool now i'm so proud of you congrats oh just fucking cringe bro anyway what i i watched so yeah i've watched season one of this show i've never read any of the fucking manga what happens in this fucking manga like i haven't read it yet so spoil it for me because sometimes you tell me about it and my brain goes into another place well so this this wraps into why this thing exists again because like since i watched like 16 episodes of the show of the season one i watched i think i watched literally up to episode 16 i think it's when 
Aaron throws that big funny boulder and it like plugs up a hole or some shit. And I was like, I've had enough. I'm oh. done with this. I'm gone. But it's um, horny Aaron. Kind of damn Aaron. A little bit horny. Hmm. That's a little, a little bit horny. You, bro, you're plugging know. a hole with a giant rock. Like, damn dude, I don't know. I mean, like that's the one thing is that this is it's like not a horny manga. Like these these boys, they got no fucking genitals. Oh, there's there's very few. Actually, no. I think I I realized this when I studied in depth the photo. My dude, there is a single. There is one single titan who has nipples. There's a single titan that fucks. (laughs) The fuck titan. The secret tenth titan. I was thinking today how funny it would be if all the titans wore jorts, and I was thinking if only I had good Photoshop skills, I would I would Photoshop jorts onto them. I feel like that's mean to the Titans, because, like, they're, they're fucking smooth as a Ken doll down there, and up there. They've got nothing to hide. <laughs> they're the most free from sin. The most they have is juicy cheeks. I know you said Ken doll, but I did hear candle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright. This is already going on so long, and we have so much we have to cover. Because the whole thing is that we're going to spoil the entirety of oh, this. Oh, yeah, this isn't... This isn't a, a bit by bit, uh, uh, no spoiler zone, deep dive. No, this this is starting off with a, a crash course in the world history of Attack on Titan before the manga starts. Yeah, and, and, the, uh, and the reason we're doing that is because we don't want anyone to read along with us. Please no, 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 don't no, no. do that. Don't, don't do that read to the manga. This is not an advertisement for the manga. Do not read the manga. Do not watch the show. Do not support this property. We're here because, like, I I like to dislike things. I have been called, I don't know, an aggressive person, an argumentative person. Problematic. And I just really enjoy being negative. It's fun, I gotta say. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and also this means that uh, you're safe from me coming into your room at random periods of the day and or night to yell about this fucking garbage. And now it's uh, secluded to Thursdays only. By agreeing to be on an Attack on Titan podcast, I have now locked your ability to talk to me about this fucking property to uh, to one afternoon a week. And you are not allowed to talk to me about it at any other fucking time. <laughs> I'm so upset. But that means I just find other people to talk about Attack on Titan too. It's my fucking little trick. <laughs> what a clever ruse. I have my trap card. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, Fantasy Germany. Let me... Let me... Hmm, let me go... Let, let's go way back. Way, way, way back. Uh, we're going to 2,000 plus years ago. Damn. Uh... It's, yeah, fucking ancient shit. Uh, a village is uh, enslaved uh, by the Eldian tribe, and they're just a kind of just a bunch of dudes. They don't really do much. They're just a tribe in a sense. They just walk around. They like take stuff and like kill people or whatever. But they enslave this tribe. They are <laughs> first fun note. They do cut out all of their tongues. Uh, and then at one point, like a pig is released, and so the king, King Fritz, is like. Yo, what the fuck happened to my pigs? Who, which of you fucking slaves let my pigs out? And uh, slowly, everybody starts pointing to this, like, fucking... How old is she? I think 13. I think she might be younger. She looks younger. I'm gonna hesitantly say 10 at latest. Maybe 9. 
So they all point at her and go, ah, it was that bitch. So they air quotes free her and uh, set her out to be hunted by dogs and men. Mm. Which is like just kind a of a fun reaction. thing. Just a, just a normal, regular thing that happens. Just regular shit. Standard stuff. So while she's trying to run away, uh, she tries to take shelter in this tree. And then she kind of like falls into the tree, into an underground pool. Where she, um... Hmm. Just like H2O, just add water. Just same like H2O, properties. just add same water. cross over. Except instead of there being mermaid. a little cave of mermaids, she finds a, quote, mysterious spine-like creature. <laughs> yeah, like... Which I personally choose to view as just a slightly larger version of the facehuggers from uh, Alien. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy who made this isn't, like, that creative, so... Yeah. Sure. Uh, which attaches itself to her back, and that triggers the first Titan transformation. <laughs> so, uh, Yumiya, our current protagonist, and a little child baby girl, uh, slave with her tongue cut out, who now has the power to transform into a, a gigantic humanoid and crush anyone, decides, yes, I'm gonna go back to the people who are hunting me for sport, and cut out all of my family and friends' tongues, and, uh... Oh, I'm actually just going to serve him continually as a slave still. I'm just going to keep doing that one. This is kind of great. I like being right. a slave, actually. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Like, just... So, when she is cutting out all their tongues, is she in Titan form? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. The the king cut out everybody's tongues beforehand. Uh, okay. Because I was imagining her giant hand with the tiniest tiniest scissors the second they were like the village was raided and like they were enslaved he cut out all their tongues so yumi also doesn't have a tongue and then she's like cool i'm like she starts building bridges and like cultivating land and like amassing wealth and also uh going to war <laughs> uh they start waging a bunch of war with uh uh molly which is a i think they're at this point just kind of like a more of a faction than like a dominant kind of empire and uh as her award for her uh, great service the king uh takes her as his concubine gives the child his name and then they have three children together but uh, she's Maria. like all powerful and could crush anyone oh yeah she, so she's she, just like, like choosing to be armies. a slave like because she wants yeah to. yeah the little girl decides that i actually want to keep being a slave after these people uh destroyed my entire home and uh everybody i know i'm gonna keep doing this i think I think I think that's a that's how politics works. I think it is. Yeah, this sounds right to me. After serving the king for thirteen years, she dies saving him from an assassination attempt. And uh, following that, in order to keep her time power, the king orders her children to eat her corpse. Ah, fucking regular stuff. Just right into it, like in the same room. Allie, like, all right, fuck. Allie, you can't judge another culture's burial practices. It's not. You know, it might not be what we're used to, but sometimes people just eat their parents, and that's just normal, and that's just sometimes the king just orders you to eat your mountain, who's and also like, at yeah, most I'll do that, like Dad. seventeen. That's normal, Dad. Uh, there's also all the, the only photos, like the only like panels of those three kids that we have from the manga are them eating the mum. <laughs> all we see <laughs> when you go on the fucking wiki page, the only photos of them are eating their mother. <laughs> <laughs> One's just got a handful of intestines. Oh, it's so good. And the king's like, well, uh, I don't want to lose my funny, cool titans, so uh, you're just going to keep 
or how they phrase it, reproducing and cannibalizing each other. Uh, and then eventually, uh, they get the Nine Titans. Which, uh, fucking, where are those bitches? What are their fucking names? There's the horse one. There's, there's the hairy oh, there's, one. There's the there's big titty one. A lot there's... of them are hairy, I gotta say. Actually, no, there's just the one that's hairy. But he's hairy in a weird pattern that looks really gross. Where are these motherfuckers? Armor one. Biggest, oh, tallest one. one. Skeleton one. The big. It's <laughs> sad that the biggest, tallest one is also, like, the most common one. Because there's a million of them. But, like, he's just the most generic titan. It's yeah, so what sad. are they? Because I know there's, like, a female titan. Yes, okay, here, I got my list. We've got uh, the cart titan, which is at uh, first <laughs> looks so like a funny horse head. It's the smallest one, and it just, it's very fast, and it can carry a lot of things on its back, and that's, like, all it does. <laughs> there's the jaw titan, which has a big, strong jaw and can crush things very good. It's fucking uh, There's the titan. attack titan, which... Um, good at punching, good at kicking, good at time control. <laughs> just, just threw that one in there. It's, it's the attack titan can fight good and also travel through time. Yep, there's the armored titan, which I guess is just strong armor. Like a bug, he's a bug. He's got an exoskeleton. Yeah, exactly. He's squishy on the inside. Then there's uh, the female titan, which is female. It has chest lumps. Uh, there's the colossal titan, which is big and that's all <laughs> and we've got two funny more then we've got the beast titan which is the the second of the very funny ones because it's it's large and it's got orangutan like arms and it can throw things very good but also it can it can scream very loud and turn people into titans if they're like I think if they've ingested some of his spinal fluid, or they've just like been coated in it, it's hard to tell. But also, uh, just, it can just, like control titans. This is like normal world building for normal yeah. dystopia, regular things. And then there's the final uh, titan, the founding titan, which stays in the royal bloodline, and that's the one that can uh, <laughs> wipe people's memories and control all other titans and has like a link to everybody on earth or every el every subject of Yumiya, which is just anybody with Eldian bloodline. So like it's like a psychic titan. I mean they're all kind of psychic, but that's the most psychic of the psychics. <laughs> they're all vaguely psychic because they're all a part of like fucking neural linkways called the paths. That all link back to the founding titan. And that's also what the attack titan uses to do funny time travel. <laughs> don't question it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, don't listen. Don't think don't about look it. behind the curtain. Nothing to think about here, boys. I don't understand how people can be a fan of this franchise. It feels impossible to genuinely enjoy this. Like, like, I understand if you like, watch the anime because they remove a lot of the weirdest stuff from that, but even then, yeah. it's cringe. Like, watching the, the. I watched, like, the first episode of the final season yesterday. It doesn't look good. The show looks. <laughs> it's, like, a lot of CG, and it's not good CG. Like, it's not great to see there. Even season one had a lot of those just still frames where they just talked over still frames like a fucking picture book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so choice. Anyway, okay, keep telling on. me about the history of the world. We're, yes. we're still like 2,000 years. So far, years so little away the way from... through. Okay, yes. 
so there's a nine there's now nine funny titans and the founding titan stays with like the royal family and the other ones are all just kind of tossed around like the noble families oh hold on i think i just missed a funny titan <gasps> hold on i oh my how god how could you fucking do this on oh on that's fucking episode. why you bitch the fucking fandom wiki it sent me to the anime section not the manga section I God, can't fucking, fucking believe losers. this shit. I'm fucking pissed. I knew there was one missing. It's my favorite one. <laughs> the Warhammer Titan. What's that one do? <laughs> it, it can make um it's like a long range to Titan. <laughs> like, you can you don't have you don't sit in that Titan. You sit in a funny thing of crystal. And then there's like an umbilical cord that travels from the crystal to the titan. You can control it from afar. And it can like make a warhammer out of its skin that it holds. Can it make a gun? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, good. There we go. I got confused because I was like, shit, is one of these times that I just wrote a fake one? But no, they just, the anime just doesn't have the warhammer time, which is it's weird because it kind of plays a pivotal plot point. That's because the anime goes. Anime is like people who do summaries on YouTube. People on YouTube are like, oh, well, if I actually talk about everything that's in this world building, people will think it's crazy. So we have to leave it out. Yeah. So people will actually, like, fucking read the manga. Because if you actually say what's in the manga, everyone will be <laughs> like, hey, that's fucked up. Which is why we're doing it. <laughs> I, I can't stand any kind of anime recap because they get so few things right and they just refuse to talk about any of the fucked up shit and it makes me so angry <laughs> the most they'll get is like they'll they'll read like the asian clan and it's like oh their words not ours and it's like fuck come on bro the whole thing is anti-semitism that's all it's for <laughs> it's anti-semitism and anti-korean like fucking propaganda like every single faction every every single political faction including the oppressed groups are all fascist because this man Ugh. does not know how to imagine any other form of like belief system and so it's just fascism fighting fascism fighting fascism oppressing other fascist groups because he just like can't conceive of like other forms of belief and it's just insane okay we've gone through one paragraph of my notes we're going fast <laughs> It's so fun. All right. This is great. If we have to do a part two of this. Sorry, we actually didn't get through one paragraph. We got through like two thirds of one paragraph. Okay. All right, I'm going to shut up. You fucking power through this. Okay. Lay the fucking bricks, lay the groundwork. They do the funny cannibalism. There's nine titans now, including the Warhammer one that I forgot to talk about. That exists. Uh, Ymir, our favorite character, Child Bride Christ, wakes up in a funny little place called The Paths. Uh, where she spends her entire never-ending existence creating all of the titans out of sand for people to turn into. Anytime somebody turns into a titan, she's made it out of sand. And also, uh, she's 13 in this dimension. Oh, she's like the little girl on the dimension again. Creepy. Yeah, and she also still has to obey the royal family who communicate to her through the founding titan. Whack. Um, anybody who inherits a titan is basically dead after 13 years due to a funny little thing called the Curse of Ymir. So they just, they live the amount of time that Ymir served the king, and then they just kind of beef it, like, real bad. What if Eren just doesn't do the apocalypse in time and he beefs it? I fucking re I think he's got, like, two years left to live. He's yeah, got a what while. if he procrastinates? Eren's killed already one of the continents. 
<laughs> He's getting pretty close. <laughs> That's true. Liberia is completely dead, I think. It's completely crushed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. LDA just kind of keeps being like, all right, we're going to use our sweet titans to just do mass genocide. And they basically wipe out a majority of Mali and take over the entire continent and just kind of make an empire for themselves. Uh, let's see. They conquer countless civilizations. And they... Uh, so they figure out that if they use if they get some uh, spinal fluid from like one of the titans and they inject it into other people they'll become pure titans and so what they start doing is they inject like eldians with the spinal fluid and they just become pure titans and they use them as like cheap weapons of mass destruction to destroy cities <laughs> So, like, those are, like, the normal ones that you just see wandering around outside the walls yeah, at yeah. the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Standard boys. Every single Titan you see in fucking, uh, like, Paradise Island, they're all uh, political uh, figures and, like, criminals who are just sent there and then given the funny juice. Oh, let's see. They do a lot of mass genocides and they do a lot of cultural genocide. They just, they wipe out a lot of civilizations. Infighting starts breaking out between the families about, like, who gets to have a sweet little titan. Uh, and the Fritz family just kind of keeps it all on the wraps because they've got the founding one. So they can just, like, wipe people's minds and fuck with them. Oh, God, I forgot about this. Eventually, they start doing gene science because they realize they can do that. And uh, they make the Ackerman clan, who are, like, bred to be soldiers and bodyguards for the royal family. Sorry. Mikasa, Levi, those uh, those lads. Yeah. Also, don't don't forget my favorite Ackerman, Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Ackerman from South Park. <laughs> it's him. It's it's Kenny all grown up. Now he has two guns and he's the leader of the secret police. Ah, oh, it's great. Uh, but yeah, so they're like genetically bred to be soldiers, and they're like. Oh, it's so complicatedly annoying. They're like, they like bond to a master, and if they don't bond to somebody, as they grow older, they get more and more mentally ill. Oh, so they're like genetically slaves. Yeah, they're just they're gene slaves. They have That's to all serve they are. genes to serve people. That's normal and totally yeah. good world building. Yeah. And it's like, uh, Mikasa is bonded to, uh, Aaron from when he as a nine-year-old killed two adult men <laughs> to save her from human traffickers oh god it's so good i just i i think about how a nine-year-old boy killed two grown men a lot well he did eat his dad not at that point oh he hadn't eaten his dad yet this is like a nine-year-old baby boy fresh freshly made just out killing two grown men <laughs> who killed two adults Aaron's a normal character, and he has a normal character progression, just like yep. your typical hero. He does no genocide, he does no murder, he just, you know, is in the military and it doesn't get weird. No, it's perfectly standard the whole time, it's great. He opens up a bakery eventually with Mikasa, it's a lovely romance. I don't even know what kind of character arc. Like, what... He doesn't fit in any fucking normal... Like, like, if you, like, when you, the reason we, we're doing this is because, like, when you start the manga, you're like, oh, okay, it's, like, military and stuff, and it's kind of bad, 
But, like, you have, like, an idea about, like, oh, they want to get to the ocean, they want to kill the Titans. You never sit there being like, Eren's going to become a giant skeleton who's going to want to kill everyone and lives in, like, a psychic dimension. Like, that's fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. It just kind of goes places. Yeah, off the fucking rails. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, at one point, uh, an epidemic breaks out and, like... Culls a significant, like, amount of the global population, like a fair amount of people get beefed by this massive epidemic. Hmm, much to think about. <laughs> but uh, thanks uh, to the founding titan, it just kind of waved its funny little magic hand, and uh, all of the subjects of Ymir become immune to the, uh, <laughs> the epidemic, because it could just do gene magic. <laughs> so none of them die. Uh, knowing, like, the fucking creator's a Nazi just makes it so, so horrible every time there's something that's just genetically imposed in this series, which is just fucking constantly. It's a lot of Uh, eugenics! This is a very popular manga. Oh, very popular. Anyway, alright. After that, uh, uh, Eldia allies with, uh, Hizuru, which is just Japan? Like, they have... They have they have a shogun clan. It's just it's just Japan. They have Shinto gates, uh, but it's called Hizuru, and they become allies, and uh, that's where like the Asian clan comes from. But we'll get into that later. So a fair while later, like a couple hundred years, uh, Karl Fritz is born, the one hundred forty fifth monarch of the Fritz family. He inherits the t- founding titan, and he also invents shame. <laughs> what? So once he becomes king, he's like, "Oh damn, bro, we killed so many fucking people. This sucks, dude." He, he, it's, it's like he invents white guilt. It's like, oh god. I really, I when you said shame, I was like, does he want to make all the Titans cover up? Is he the Jorts guy? <laughs> he gave Fritz him invents fucking Jorts. He makes them wear underwear. Oh, he just thinks, ah, oh, damn, bro, I killed so many fucking people. This sucks. I don't want to deal with this. I feel I feel bad about my problems, but I don't want to actually deal with, like, fixing them. I don't so want to deal conspires... with it in a normal way. <laughs> he conspires uh, with the Tiber family, and they have the Warhammer Titan, and he's, like, working out, like, how can we bring our empire down <laughs> from the inside? <laughs> As leaders of that empire. <laughs> yeah. How the plan works by uh, the Tibers create the story of a like a a Malian dude called Helos to instigate like uh, infighting and the uh, Eldian like uh, nobility and uh, kind of like inspire the oppressed people of Mali. So after like this sort of stuff like starts going down, uh, our good friend Mister Carl uh, gathers most of the royal family and he kind of ships everybody off to Paradise Island, which is like. Eldia's last undisputed territory, and he also moves the capital there and abandons every other uh, Titan house. He leaves all eight of them behind. <laughs> he also invites, uh, I, I think it's like the second son of the leader of uh, Hizuru uh, to visit. Some of the dudes, like some of Fritz's uh, good friends, don't really agree with the idea of just kind of like leaving their empire to die with all the other people in it left. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, kind of stick around to the mainland and try and sort things out. Uh, in the king's absence, eight houses do some uh, civil war. 
uh, the Malians take advantage of that and they start a rebellion with the uh, Tiber family kind of like assisting them, joining early to be like, yeah, we're cool, we love you guys. Why, why don't you be in power now? They uh, slowly win the forces of like six of the other Titans, which is the Colossus, Armored Female, Beast, Cart, and Jaw Titan. And they uh, what take fucking back control sad of most of the entire family is the Cart family. Like just the, the family of the eight. Dude, we don't even the the Cart Titan. The we had like the same Cart Titan the entire series. We don't know. We we just get a first name. <laughs> She's just called a Pike. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to quickly double check if Pike has a listed family. I don't think she does. She's just chilling. I'm, she I'm pretty has sure a backpack. I'm pretty sure it's just... Her oh, applesauce. Oh, no, sorry. She does She does have a last name. <clears throat> Pike Finger. <laughs> Pike Finger. Dude's just oh, picking fuck. random English words. <laughs> Dude, it rules. I love that so much. Pike finger. <laughs> Weapon finger. Does she have a family? A finger family. <laughs> Relatives. R- Relatives. <laughs> Mr. Finger. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> the fingers. <laughs> the finger family. Pinky pointer. <laughs> the fingy bunch. <laughs> Damn, I don't know, my horny meat is like, the horny, the horny patrol is just is dinging, it, it's, it's coming up, that little radar. I don't know. Pike is, that, Pike is unhorny. I'm the sorry. Pike, is just, Pike just looks depressed constantly in every single scene. It's because she's a horse. She's a oh, she's not even a horse. horse. She, her time doesn't even get to have like a cool horse head. It's just got a really stretched muzzle mouth, but it's okay. kind of just a regular dude. She's a metaphysical horse. She just carries stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> She's just a pack mule. <laughs> it's so sad. It'd be better to just be a normal titan <laughs> than the one that has I'd, to I'd rather be a fucking pure time. titan than be that. Mm. Oh, yeah, there we go. So, uh, once Fritz kind of establishes himself on the island... Yeah, using the founding time to create an order around uh, countless colossal titans to form three nice walls, which is a uh, wall Maria, Rose, and Sheena, uh, to protect all the Eldians on uh, Paradise. So those are those big walls. They have titans in them. Oh, I didn't tell you that. No, Dude, you mentioned are, it. The walls are just... made of titans, and they're alive. <laughs> they're just chilling. It's just full. It's chock full of titan, baby. <sighs> Oh my god. They're like the golem fuckers in uh, Discworld, just chilling underground, <laughs> waiting to be told what to do. It's just very odd, because like we see we see those walls be smashed in, and there's not titan bits falling out. Like, he just made that up later. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very uh, right out of my fucking ass storytelling. <laughs> the king makes like a fake letter to Molly, because... Uh, there's like the the what's it called the Great Titan War is still ongoing, and he says, "Uh, all right, uh, you gotta leave the surviving Eldians alone, and if you don't, I'm gonna send a fleet of Colossus Titans, and they're gonna quote flatten the entire Earth, which uh, might sound familiar because that's currently the active arc that we're on, because uh, that's what Aaron's doing. <laughs> the Aaron main character. 
Eren main character slash main antagonist? Ooh, much to think about. Is destroying the entire world with the fake plan that uh, Carl Fritz invented. Okay, the war ends. Marley maintains control of most of the world beyond Paradis through the next century using the Titans. Uh, Hizuru's reputation is kind of fucked because they associated themselves with Eldia. Eldians who didn't flee become low-class citizens uh, forced to live in internment camps. And, uh, hmm... They do have to wear uh, armbands with a uh, nine-pointed uh, star on them. Fucking much hmm. to fucking think about. Oh, Damn. Yeah, a lot, hmm. A lot to think about on that one. Like, a right, nine-pointed right. star. How is, huh. how is this fucking, like, framed? Like, is it just like, yeah, that's normal. Is it a good thing in the manga that they are being oppressed? Like, what's the fucking... I mean, it's very... Or is it it's just like, completely confused? It's very... How do I describe it? Vaguely, I need to know this. a little bit torture pointy, but a lot of like, oh, it's so sad that these people are oppressed, but also they were they were just oppressing people as well. So it's it's very mixed feelings because you're always like, well, I don't like any of these people because they're they're all fascist. <laughs> like, there's nobody to root for in that way because think... every time somebody is the underdog, it's like, well, you are also just killing people. So I'm not really that thrilled about rooting for you. I think it's like, the fact is, there's no real-world analog for this situation. These situations don't exist, because there's no, like, real-world fascist groups, like, oppressing other fascist groups. That's just not how politics works. There's there's no analog. This is just made-up fake shit by a fascist who just has no imagination. Yeah, just grasping, like grafting like vague bits and pieces of real world experience onto other bullshit very frankenstein together yeah at the very most you can kind of see like from a fascist point of view the people that they hate like like jewish people or like people of color they see them like it's like white genocide stuff like they see Mm. them as like attackers for existing like aggressors just for being in the world and so like in his fucking messed up brain it is like turned that into a fiction where, oh well, these groups are oppressed for a reason that is normal and good because they're all so horrible and bad. Whilst that is not how real life works, that's how fucked up fascist brains work. And so it is a very interesting sort of look into just how skewed some fucking people get in this and yeah. like what kind of fantasy they create when they they have like this unfiltered ability to to construct the world as they see our world which is so different from how like me and you see it yeah oh yeah uh uh molly starts promoting a story that uh ymir had gained the titan powers three deal with quote the devil of all earth who was slain by the great hero hellas sure uh which by the way uh so in the manga she like gets a like a weird spine thing latched onto her back and become the titan but then there's like propaganda that she's actually made a deal with the devil of all earth in the anime she's just made the deal with the devil <laughs> that's that's the one Get Christian they're just demons <laughs> straight up it's because it's, uh, it's less weird hmm. somehow this no i was about to talk about the anime but i can't i can't do that not here not now some other time King Kritz informs the mainland family and the Tibers that he's now made a vow of renouncing war to the founding Titan, and no retaliation will occur if and when Molly chooses to enact, quote, 
a final solution against Eldia. Normal. He asks... Oh, this is this is a great part. This really speaks to uh, everything that happens in the rest of the show. He asks that he and his people should be given a brief age of peace before their retribution. And that's when he does uh, his real big mind wipe and uh, makes everybody forget their entire history and all that shit. And, like, makes everybody think that um, everyone outside of the walls has been eaten by titans. So you said that very casually, but I think we should talk about that a little bit. The fact that he mind wipes everything, everyone, and that's why they're living in their weird little Amish society. Yeah. Because I didn't know that until you told me. Outside the wall, there's, like, technology and shit. It's, like, the modern era. Yeah, they've got blimps and trains. <laughs> the Victorian. They have blimps, dude. And, and tanks. Aaron's like, yeah, here's my threadbare shirt. Let's go chop the firewood. My tunic. My horse and cart. <laughs> Except they have, like, fucking crazy sword 3D That's Okay, they, that's shit. because they invented... what They got one thing, which is... Uh, they invented the 3D movement gear, which just goes absolutely hog-wild. But it's also kind of really only useful in their specific area. <laughs> like, it's not much good unless you're living in a forest Yeah, it's time. like putting Spider-Man in the fucking fields and country. It's, like, useless. Yeah. Not not as great there, unfortunately. Um, there are some groups who are, aren't affected because they don't have that same bloodline, such as... Uh, the Archimans, because their genes are just so fucked up that it doesn't affect them. And also, uh, <clears throat> the Asian clan. Many of them are, like, given, like, noble statuses, and they just kind of swear themselves to secrecy. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll be royalty. We just won't tell any of our children anything that's happened. And, uh, they'll all believe the lies. But, uh, unfortunately, the Archiman clan and the Asians give up the status, and they turn on the king, and, uh, afterwards are hunted down and, uh, eradicated. Hmm. Let's see. For safekeeping uh, of, like, the Foundation... Like, I keep calling, trying to call it the Foundation Titan. That's not the one. Foundation Titan. Fuck off. Those are the Wall Titans. <laughs> no, that's the second group of Titans that all make up the floor of it, everything. What are the Titans union? Everybody's walking on Titans constantly. What are the Titans in the Wall were like, let's start a union. Let's get paid. Let's get right. do something. I, we hold up this wall. I think he like deactivated them or something, so they're still alive in there, but they just kind of like don't think. Like he deactivated them through their genes. I assume so. I don't know how else he'd do it, because like, there's like a plot point where like, I think it's when the when when funny Kenny Ackerman's doing shit. I think a hole is like blown in the wall, and then they just see a big Titan head in there. Shh, keep that one a secret. Uh, that's for later. <laughs> well, it wasn't ready. You're not. You can't see me yet. Oh yeah. So the royal family just kind of does like a name switcheroo, and they become the Reese family, and another Ooh. one just kind of takes up their name, and like they the become like queens. a fake monarchy, like the British yeah. monarchy during the World War. They changed their German last name. Yeah. This is a little switcheroo. No one noticed. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's all good here. Oh yeah, and then uh. Mr. Carl makes an underground cavern uh, where, like, the founding titan can be uh, passed down for to uh, successors and future monarchs. And then at some point, they just kind of build a chapel on top for an, a nice bit of flavor. Yeah. Then Marley's kind of up to stuff still, because Marley's still around, and they have Sneaking. almost all of the titans. No, at this point, they have eight of the titans. <laughs> they have every single one but the founding titan. 
and how they, they're like, how all they right. Get the Titans. In in the Great Titan War, I was talking about, they got like the they got the Warhammer Titan from like the Tibers because they were like, yeah, we'll join you guys. We're cool. We love you guys. And just to we, we just hate to reiterate, you. the way you get a Titan is by eating the corpse of the last Titan holder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure we all understand that. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta eat these boys. There's so much cannibalism in this series that you just become completely desensitized to it. Oh yeah, listen, I, I see dudes get eaten non-fucking-stop. It's very regular now. Well, you just stop thinking about it. Because I remember that was, like, the biggest deal when the anime came out. Like, everyone was like, whoa! Mm. And there was all these, like, reactions to the very first episode with the mum. Yeah. it's sudden and it's, like, out of nowhere. And then it's like, you, you really get into it and you're like, this is nothing. This is just shock for no reason oh yeah completely it's it, useless it relies on ooh it's gory anyway it's not like another mm. franchise I've I know um hmm no, nothing to think about this podcast anyway <laughs> no I would never I would rather die oh yeah so Marley starts uh, a program called uh, the Titan Biology Research Society and uh, they start figuring out shit about like the pathways how do I describe them the pathways are like they're like invisible to the eye links between all titans linking back and coordinating at the founding titan so then they start calling the founding titan the coordinate he's a u-level coordinator yeah uh there's like a homeless eldian girl that uh a leader of a cult finds and it's like yeah you're uh ymir fritz now <laughs> and we're gonna worship you because we're the cult of ymir fritz Eventually, the cult is found by authorities, and uh, all of them are, like, marched through the city in chains before being exiled onto Paradise Island, uh, where they're all turned into pure titans, and they're just kind of, like, kicked off the wall. And that's just kind of what Marley and Liberio do with any, like, Eldian criminals. Just ship them to the wall and turn them into titans and kick them over. <laughs> Which is kind of just why there's so fucking many this on that island. A- dumb way of dealing with your fucking problems it's just make them into monsters that can eat you (laughs) well they they inject him with the spinal fluid and then they kick him over before they transform no but then they're just out there and you have to live behind a wall just fucking hang them they don't live on the normal old fucking no they don't live on the island rowan oh oh these are the other guys (laughs) i rowan i okay (laughs) okay i don't fucking know i'm so confused Rowan, there are th- there are like three continents that matter. It's Mali, <laughs> it's Liberia, and it's Eldia. Eldia lives on Paradise Island, which is the one island with walls. Mali has most of the other world, and then Liberia has I think Liberia has like a section of islands. Liberia is just like another fucking place. Hey, just Ali jumping in here to say that uh, I'm an idiot and I didn't exactly realize what I was talking about because I got confused by all the latest chapters, which only really care about Liberia, Mali, and uh, Paradise Island. But no, Liberia is actually just a big city in Mali with an internment camp. It's not an actual, like, individual place on its own. It's just where most of, like, the supporting cast comes from, like, uh, Grisha and Reiner and all those lot. They're all from the internment camp in there. You're getting annoyed at me for not understanding, but this is so much information. <laughs> I am but the audience conduit, Ali. <laughs> I ask the question, I understand the information. 
You understand nothing. <laughs> I don't understand anything. So Paradise Island is where Aaron is. Um, it's Paradise Island. Aaron doesn't exist yet. He's not been born. We're gonna get there in a second. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. What year uh, is back it? On... <laughs> I don't. You think I wrote down the year coordinates in my <laughs> fucking list? I wrote this <laughs> like an hour to have ago. A fucking like an identic memory for this goddamn manga. <laughs> I because I've written this notes page two times now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Okay. Give me a second. I'll find a year for you. Thank you. Hold on. Where was I on? Traditional history taught. Time biology. Ah, oh, well, great. The part I'm literally talking about is in the time period unknown. <laughs> That's cool, then. Don't worry about it. Nope, hold on. I found it. There we go. Uh, this took place in the year uh, uh, 785. Wow, the, I have no context for how soon the current time is. It, the current time, Aaron, Aaron graduates a military school in 850. Okay. You know what? I don't think the numbers need to make sense. Nothing else does. And then so back on Paradise Island, uh, they start making plans to make like underground districts within the walls, uh, which is quickly abandoned at the behest of the Church of the Walls, which is a religious group that was founded uh, who believe that the walls are sacred and religious artifacts. I know these guys. They're in episode one. Yeah. Some of them know that there's dudes just chilling in them walls, but not most of them. They just kind of like the walls, but some of them know what's pope up. Pope information. Yeah. That's just a little secret for the Pope to know. I can't keep looking at the fucking the wiki timeline because it's not good. Uh, Grisha, who's Aaron's dad, is born in a li- uh, Liberia internment camp with his younger sister, uh, Faye. Um, here's this great part. I love this story. Grisha and his sis are wandering outside the internment camp to check on an airfield because they like planes and blimps. <laughs> and they're... Uh, <laughs> They're caught so by an just officer. fucking nerds? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. What a fucking pussy bitch going to watch blimps take off, bro. <laughs> that was fucking nothing to do in the old days. Now, I will give him one thing. I, I'll give him one cool factor, which is they did have to break out of an internment camp to do that. Do they break back into sick. the internment camp to go to sleep? Oh. Oh, no, they did not. Because uh, they were caught by a man named Aaron Kruger. Mm. Uh, familiar first name, wonder why that happened So uh, they're caught by an officer called Aaron Kruger Who uh, punishes Grisha While uh, Faye, who is I think five Is uh, taken away by another officer And then she's fed alive uh, to his dogs Yeah <laughs> and, uh, Okay uh, Gr- Grisha is sent back to his dad And then the military is like Hey dude, you gotta tell your stupid shitty son How fucked up your culture is And how your bloodline is cursed And you all suck shit and eventually, uh, Grisha finds out uh, that his sister was eaten by dogs live, and uh, he joins uh, a new group called the Eldian Restorationists, which, uh... Oh, God, the Eldian Restorationists are a whole thing. Where's, where's the summary? Yeah, basically, their whole thing is like, oh, uh, we believe the Eldians should be the rightful rulers, so uh, we want to get the founding titan back and uh, overthrow Mali again. And so we can get back on top. And uh, the symbol of the group is a, a cross-shaped scar on each member's body, which they make themselves with a knife. Damn, bro, hardcore. That's so cool. And there's man. a great photo. And there's a great panel of a uh, uh, Garisha Jaeger carving a cross over his heart with a fucking hunting knife. Love scarification. The fucking body mods. Fuck yeah. Bro, fuck yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> it's there he meets uh, a woman called uh, Dina Fritz, who's like the last Fritz bloodline in Mali. So they're all kind of like receiving uh, news and like propaganda and shit from someone called the Owl, who's a uh, Eldian spy in the uh, military. And they start making plans uh, to retrieve the uh, founding Titan so they can like revive the nation of Eldia. And uh, next, uh, Zeke Jaeger, ultimate fascist, is born to Grisha and Dina. Zeke. That's like a surfer bro name. Zeke. He should Jaeger. have a skateboard. He, he sounds like he's stuck. He's like the main character in like a, like a late 90s, early 2000s Disney surf movie. That's like Rocket Power. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I might get to include that detail. It's, mm, no, I'll add it. Fuck it. Uh, so, Erwin's dad. Uh, if you remember Erwin, I barely do. He's a dude. I remember Erwin. He's like, he's like, Erwin's in the Survey Corps. He's like the... Is he the commander? No, he's not the commander, I don't think. He's the one above Levi. Yes. He's also the one that recruits Levi. But So, Erwin's dad is like curious about like humanity's memory shit and like what happened before the walls were built. And he talks to his son about it like an idiot. Uh, and then his son... Uh, starts talking to some of the students about it and then immediately gets overheard by military police who then uh, arrest Erwin and torture him to death uh, and then like leave his body in a different town and pretend it's an accident. As then Erwin's like, like, oh, I need to find out what happened to my dad. What did he know? I'm going to join the military police and find out what's happening and all that shit. I like how the military and the police, like they're both. It sounds like, like, the two worst things you can be. Yeah, it's great. Okay, hold on. Okay, there, let's see. There's the survey corps. There's the, uh, like, the garrison unit. There's the military police. And then there's the secret police. Hold on, they have a specific name. The first interior squad. <laughs> and then even within, even within them, they have a secret secret police called the anti-personnel control squad. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a jerk, but that is kind of how governments name shit like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not as good as Raptor Squad, but, you know, it's there. Frida Reese is born to Rod, and, to Rod Reese and wife. We don't know her name, she's just wife. Uh, Yuri Reese, who is Frida's uncle. Yeah. Yuri Reese uh, eats his dad and becomes a founding titan and ruling monarch. And then, our main man, Kenny Ackerman, he's back. He's a criminal in the underground city. And he finds out about the Ackerman clan's history. And, uh, he tries to assassinate the king. Uh, but he fucks up, because he's an idiot. But then, uh, Yuri's like, ah, Kenny, my good friend, I'll forgive you. And I also, I'm sorry for doing cultural genocide against your family. It was kind of fucked up of us, I agree. Uh, you want to be my right-hand man? And Kenny and, uh, does a kickflip, and he's like, fuck yeah, bro. Fuck that yeah, dude, that's rad. so sick. I'm gonna make a secret police organization. <laughs> this rules. And, uh, yeah, he becomes a right-hand man, and, uh, the Ackermans are now no longer, like, hunted down. They're now cool again. Kenny discovers that his little sister, who's, like, a sex worker in the underground city, has, uh, gone ill and died. Uh, so he then raises his, like, her son, Levi, in the underground city for an unknown amount of time before just kind of fucking off. <laughs> he just leaves eventually for no real reason. He just kind of goes. 
Okay, now this note is kind of, this note is like timeline useless, but I did write it down because it is very funny to me. <laughs> Somebody has a son called Dirk. <laughs> Dirk Reese is born. <laughs> Dirk Reese is born to Rod yeah. Reese and his wife. I love Homestuck. Bro, he's here. It's Mr. Strider. He's arrived. <laughs> Crossover of the century. <laughs> Molly starts to think about like, hey, that island's got a lot of natural resources on it, though. They got a lot of stuff happening behind their walls. What if we got in on that? How can we conquer an island without provoking the king? Uh, so they start, like, specially training Eldian children to, like, give them each one of the Titans and, like, uh, slowly overthrow them. Spoilers. Those are some of the main characters. <laughs> It's most of the main characters are political spies wink. who aren't very good at it. The Reina, the Bertolt, the Annie. Also Ymir. Ymir. Oh, no, to be fair, okay, Ymir's extremely funny to me because uh, the actual the actual dude who was sent is a, a guy called uh, Marcel Galliard. And uh, they're sent over the wall. And immediately he gets eaten by Ymir's pure titan. <laughs> and so then she just joins the team. She just turns up and it's time. I'm here now. My name's Ymir. I ate a man. And now I have humanity again. Don't think about it. Alright, Ali back again. Just to say that uh, the Ymir who joins the group is actually also the uh, Ymir who was the fake cult leader back in Mali who has been wandering around uh, Paradise Island as a pure time for about 60 years now. Hmm. They become the warriors of Mali. Hearing this from the owl, Zeke, quote, super fascist, uh, gets pushed to join the warriors as a double agent for the uh, restorationists. But, uh, he, with some advice from uh, Tom Xava, who's the beast titan, he, a seven-year-old boy, rats out his parents and the whole restorationist movement they're all tortured and then they get sent to paradise and then all of them including dina uh turn into pure titans but then big plot twist aaron krug is there and he kills all the malian soldiers and reveals that he's in fact the owl and also the inheritor of the attack titan and uh he's got two months to live baby and so then he's like all right grisha this is how titans work this is the curse we have I want the Founding Titan to be retrieved from the war so we can revive our great nation of Eldia. And uh, you're going to do that for me because I'm about to die. And then Grisha reluctantly accepts, uh, then gets turned into a pure Titan and then just eats the good man, just chomps him whole. That's when he uh, slowly makes his way into the actual city. And I think at one point he just like, he, like, collapses outside, and the uh, survey corpse finds him, and they just bring him inside and teach him how, uh, like, the city works. Which I guess I don't question him for, about why he doesn't know how the city operates, considering they think everybody outside the city is dead. Don't think about it. Don't think. I will turn my brain off. I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah, conveniently, so Grish is a, a fully trained doctor from Mali, and uh, conveniently, when he arrives, there is an epidemic going on <laughs> yet again. And so he makes a vaccine for that and saves a lot of people. He marries a woman that we'll know called Carla, who's Aaron's dead mom. And he does a lot of like, a medical shit for the uh, nobility. 
to like uh, start figuring out what's actually happening with that faction and where the royal family is. And oh god, just a shit ton of people get born. All like, the main um, like most, yeah. This is like when all the main cast is born. Notably, like people like a uh, Historia Reese is born to Rod Reese and his mistress Alma, and then also Aaron's born, named after a cop. Mm. Luckily, <sighs> Aaron won't become a cop. He'll become a soldier and then a demon god. Yeah, it's great. Nothing to think about here. It's a all normal good. career progression. <laughs> Grisha eventually figures out like who the uh, royal family really is under the chapel. Frida Reese eats her uncle and becomes the monarch. Zeke, quote, super fascist, inherits the beast titan from his mentor. And the five warriors from Mali are chosen, which are Annie, Reiner, Bertolt, Marcel, and Pike. Oh, so that's when and they're they uh, sent to... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's later. Oh, uh, okay. First, they're sent to war against an unnamed enemy nation, and they just eradicate all of their forces. <laughs> Cool. They just do war really good. They're teens? Oh, they're babies. They're like children at this point. Like, I don't know. It's just incredible. Levi's, Levi's got his gang down in the underground city, and they're like trying to kill Survey Corps members. And so they almost kill Erwin, but then he's like, damn, bro, you're good at this. You should leave your gang, and you should join the Survey Corps. It's pretty tight up here. You'd, you'd like it, I think. It's like, they got insurance. They got healthcare. Ooh, no, they do not. I do... I I cannot imagine they have any kind of healthcare. They're, it's a suicide squad team. Like, the best they get is probably increased They're pay. Like, hey, do you want to just fucking die? And everyone's like, you know what? Yeah, I kind of do want to just fucking die. Maybe I do want to just get, fucking beef I wanna it. I want to get eaten alive. Like... <laughs> I have no prospects within the military. Like, I don't understand why anyone fucking joins the Survey Corps. Like, I understand after the Titans beat shit down, because then it's like, join up to protect your nation. But, like, it's like, I don't understand why people even join the military when we're not at war. I don't understand why the people join the military at any time, truly. I'm not a clue. But, like, at least when you're, like, in a war filled with, like, patriot, like, propaganda i understand why people join up like they're stupid but they still join up yeah okay there we go oh yeah and at the same time um mikasa has a fun human trafficking adventure where Eren kills two adult men and uh mikasa kills the third one and that's where mikasa like bonds to him as master and slave imprints like jacob let's see we're almost done we're just we're just getting there now Oh yeah, then uh, Seek, quote, super fascist, uses his uh, beast talk ability to uh, just conquer entire capital cities. Mm. I think at this point, they've figured out that, like, if they extract his spinal fluid and then spray it into a city, every Eldian in the city will turn into Titans. Because that wasn't a thing they knew would happen with beast Titans, that he just, Zeke just figured that one out himself. That was his trick. It's called science, Ellie. I think at that point, that's when the uh, uh, the warriors of Mali, that's when they cross over the border and uh, start to commence the uh, Paradise Island operation. That's when uh, Marcel gets eaten by Ymir. And that's basically where everything starts. 
then like yeah, like the survey cops come back after like surviving with fewer than 20 sur- like soldiers all you that have, shit you have skipped something that even i know is very significant which Aaron eating his fucking dad alley <laughs> that doesn't happen yet dude when does that happen that happens after the wall collapses what i thought that happened when he was little i mean yeah but it's hold on wait what is that in the all right so when the when the anime starts because this is all i have for reference there is a time gap where they jump ahead to hit from like them being kids and it first happening to like them joining the survey corps does it happen in that gap it happens off it okay it happens basically after the first chapter so like after so his the, the gets wall... fucking eaten okay well i'm just gonna talk about a bit of the first chapter then just so we can get to this part because it'll it, it is ne- you know what you're right it is necessary because this is more wild bullshit so basically uh like yeah grisha's like yeah aaron uh when i come back i'll show you what secrets in my, are in my basement and the secrets in his basement uh spoilers are just like bro the outside world is real shit's crazy this is our entire Eldian history uh we want to be we want to be back we want to be on top again then like uh reina like reina like breaches a city and during that time when all this is happening is when grisha travels to the chapel and he urges uh the current ruler frida reese to stop the titan invasion before Kala and his children are killed but frida rejects his pleas grisha then battles frida's titan and defeats her Taking the founding time from Frida by devouring her human form, he proceeds to murder all members of the Reese family but Rod Reese, who escapes. Grisha takes Aaron into the forest, where he urges him to return to Shinganshina and enter the basement of their old home before injecting him with Titan Serum. As a pure Titan, Aaron eats Grisha, inheriting both the dormant founding time and the power of the attack time. A few days after the fall of the of War Maria, Ryder Reese visits his illegitimate daughter Historia Reese, planning on taking her into his family. Kenny Ackerman stops them, killing Historia's mother Arma for her in for her role in staining the reputation of the Reese family. <laughs> Rod stops him before he kills Historia and gives her the alias a crystal lens. And then they all join the military. They all join the military together. And somehow all these characters end up just in the same regiment, <laughs> training at the same yep. time. Same it's boot great. camp. All these Titan fucking teens just not knowing the others are Titan teens, just chilling. But yeah, so that's when that's when Aaron eats his dad. But who eat, and he sorry. forgets about it. That's when Aaron eats it. that's when Aaron, that's when Aaron eats his dad at the behest of future Aaron, who's telling his dad in the past what to do. Who's telling his Aaron in the past what to do? It's very complicated. And also, maybe Aaron in the future is telling Aaron in the past what to do. We have a very limited understanding of just how much control Aaron has over time. <laughs> Whatever amount it's is hard to like say. useful to the plot when he needs it to be useful when he needs stuff to happen. That's what Aaron can Basically, do. yeah. Aaron can change reality and time up to the point of how much it's necessary to just draw patterns. I don't think it's controlling time per se. It's more so that he can just talk to people through time and get them to do things. Okay. All it's right. confusing, to say the least. Well, it's Ali, not a good story. So then the, the 
knowing all of this now, we're going to start a manga where even the writer was not aware of all of this when he began, because he made it up later. Basically, yes. He had uh, very little understanding of, uh, I'd say, most of the things that happen in this shit. And it's probably like there's some things that are foreshadowed, but very little in like in terms of like way way future shit. Yeah, like I think he knew the stuff about like Aaron eating his dad. Yeah, definitely. But like, cause like when I what I knew about it, the main goal was just like, oh, get back to the basement so we can find out the secret. Like that's what they were doing for a lot of the beginning and like the first season. Mm never guessed to that point so that was like where i left off and i was like that seems like a normal goal they're all still like kind of fine uh and then it went off the rails while i um was not caring about this franchise at all until you brought it back into my life like a fucking curse i was gonna say i'm sorry but i'm really not it's such a treat all right so we got questions right people send us in some fucking questions let me let me get to my questions list We've got a few of these bad boys to run through. I'm from the twitter.com. Yeah. Starting off from the top. Morg tired at uh, haunting the morgue on Twitter. Why are you doing this to yourselves? Real question. Even though the pod is inherently anti-AOT, are you worried about talking about something with so many weird political problems? Also, do you have a fave early tie-in design? Uh, um, no, I love talking about politics, and I love being negative, <laughs> and I really enjoy just sort of being competitive. I would like to probably um, annoy people who like Attack on Titan. I think that would be fun, um, and that's basically my stance. Hashtag edgy. Yeah, damn bro, nice. Pretty edgy of you. Mm. There are some things I'm worried about in terms of like getting across, just because... like it's written by a, like a Japanese fascist so there are probably going to be a lot of things I don't quite you know understand to the full extent of what they cover especially like, his thoughts on like Korea and Korean people are really really horrible and really offensive but it's also not like a history that we learn in schools or that we're super versed in no. and I'm going to try and read about it but like obviously we're totally not experts in that realm um, yeah. where at random theory Aussies... is not my strong suit Theory, I'm better at theory. Ali's better at manga. <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't say that. That sounds. I hate that. Hey, that Ali. That sucks dog it's shit. It's true. I don't. I, I know, but you don't need to say it like that. <laughs> and what was the other one? Um, uh, uh, favorite early Titan designs. Uh, they all Titan. suck. They're all really bad. No, the, the, the female Titan. With the, the natural Titan. She has hair. Big Nandrel's Titan. She's, she's got the same fucking haircut as the person who is yeah. her. And it's, it's not suspicious at all that this Titan and this woman have the exact same haircut. Yeah, I like... To, yeah, female Titan, whatever the fuck. Um, question two. No, hold on. I didn't... Fuck off, dude. I'm, I didn't get I'm the answer. You're yeah, you don't have to jump ahead like that. Right. Give me a fucking second. Formulate. Are you formulating? Um, yeah, I did think about this earlier, because I did reread a little bit of the earlier stuff again today, just to kind of, like, remember shit. I do think the Armored Titan is actually kind of sick. I do like to look at him, certainly more so than the Colossal Titan, which uh, sucks major ass. 
It's like, the Colossal Titan gets some pretty nice panels, but in terms of, like, straight-up design, like, he's got muscle sinew that stretches over his, like, mouth, and then also he's got, like, like, he's got box feet. Like, his toes point down and are perfectly circular with his foot, and it sucks shit. I hate it so much. It's the worst kind of foot. All right, Ali, what would you rather? What would you rather? He drew terrible box feet because he can't draw feet. Or he drew very, very good and defined feet with all the toes. And it made you think, why can you draw feet so good? <laughs> I mean, all the Titans are barefoot. They're, he does post feet in this fucking manga. But you can, he like, does it in a way that you can tell he doesn't... He's not putting fetishes into the manga, which is, like, the only saving grace. I don't know if I trust that. Mm, I just don't think it's that horny. I'm, hmm. Does it get hornier? I was about to make a grave mistake, and I decided not to do it, because I wasn't going to Google female titan feet. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll spare myself for that one. Maybe it's not that. that great. Well, you can post... You can post female Titan on Tumblr because she has no female presenting. No, the fa- I still find it very funny that the original founding Titan does in fact have nipples. I wonder if that's like a metaphor for like you know being the OG, the mother of all Titans, the OG thirteen-year-old mother of all Titans. <laughs> mm, horrible. Let's move on. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from a uh, from Cass at uh, Kashishi on uh, Twitter. Uh, Did you ever play the online multiplayer AOT tribute game where you play as little chibi versions of the main crew? It was very popular in my uh, high school. No. I I did. That was a very fun game. That fucking... I spent a lot of time playing that shit. It whipped. It was, like, weirdly well made. because you're a nerd and a gamer. I can't believe I let you on my fucking show. You can't escape me. We live together. I mean, all right, our recording setup is we are in different rooms, but we are in rooms that are next to each other talking over Discord. We're about three meters away from each other with uh, two doors and a mattress in between. Mm-hmm. Beautiful setup. I have no coordination. I can't do anything in video games. You know what, I've seen it. That is fair enough. You're not wrong. We've played, like, games together where I just have to, like, smash a button over and over and I still can't fight. And you have to protect me while I collect recipes and cook because the only thing I care about in video games is being out if you can cook in them and if I have a cooking skill and if I can learn recipes. It doesn't really fucking matter. That's all I ever want to do in games. It's understandable. I think cooking mama, Cooking's cooking mama is the height of all gaming. <laughs> Listen, we peaked early. It's never been like better than that, and it never will get better. No, I especially the cooking mama game where you're like an Instagram influencer who posts food pics. Good game. <laughs> uh, next question from uh, uh, Lucky Luciana uh, at Diplobrocus on uh, Twitter. Uh, why do they go on little bungees? I've only seen gifts. Baby bounces? <laughs> hmm. What What if they were just on baby bounces the whole time? What if they're just having a fun bungee adventure? We gotta call them bungees. They're just having a good time. <laughs> they basically are. They're just bungees with little hooks on the end. I. The thing is, they just don't make any sense if you think about them. You cannot think about the 3D gear. It just does not fucking compute. I... 
It looks cool, but it's... But the thing is, the 3D gets fucking dope. It's very fucking cool, though. I would give Attack on Titan this. The 3D fucking gear is a sick concept. And it definitely looks really good in the anime. Like, that was sort of one of the main selling points, is that that animated looks cool as fuck. That's why people liked it. <laughs> like, look at them fly. <laughs> look at them bungee. They're fucking whips. It's why people like Spider-Man. It's the exact same fucking concept. Yeah. What if they all just had Spider-Man powers instead? And it was little Spider-Mans versus big Titans. <laughs> that would rule. Like, they just gave him his I... little uh, fucking... Because, like, Spider-Man doesn't actually, like, have that. He's got little robot bracelets on his watch or whatever the fuck. And he spits them out. He invented it so they could invent the same thing. Yeah. It's... It works. Oh, dude, I'd like that more, frankly. It's fucking good. Mm-hmm. Next question from uh, Goofmaster Yanos at uh, Yanos Capovari on Twitter. Do you agree with Peter? And it's, uh, it's a very good photo of Peter Griffin uh, from the, uh, the great Family Guy bit, Grinds My Gears. Do you have a Peter Griffin voice? I don't. Do you? Well, ne- unfortunately, neither do I. I have not watched a fucking second of that show, and I feel good about it. The last time I saw any Family Guy was when, at my last house, one of my housemates forced me, like, oh, dude, you gotta see this show, it's so funny. Look at this this uh, song about, I think it was, a, was it about rape? I think it might have been. Yikes. Uh, and he played it, uh, not just on his phone, but also on a portable speaker, so it was extremely loud, and uh, I... Managed to, I think, run back to my bedroom and lock myself in. Hey, that fucking sucks. Anyway, what's the fucking picture? <laughs> oh, let me send this to you. It's a very good pic. You know what You know what grinds my gears? When people say attack on titans. Yeah, but that's I more do. Accurate. I do agree with Peter. You know what? No. There, you know what? That's There is more than one of them. I like to annoy people who like this media. <laughs> But they're not, they're not respecting the, the creator's intent of, of Attack on Titan. It's, it's rude of them, I think. I don't care about the creator's intent. His intent is clearly fucking <laughs> evil. <so. laughs> yes, I still refuse to know who, the name of the guy who made it, makes, makes this. I looked it up this afternoon and I immediately forgot it. It's because I don't know names and I can never remember names. You know, that's understandable. This, this isn't a name worth remembering. Alright, next question from uh, Tiger Girl Fat Pussy at uh, Sun Hat Zenya. Would this show have been remotely as popular without the assistance from uh, Guru no Yomiya, which is the uh, fucking uh, dope intro song from season one? The be- one of the best pieces of music. I genuinely think no. Like... Not in the slightest. No chance. Like, it has the fucking sickest fucking intro. That shit slaps. And like... I watched it so many times, and, like, that at the very beginning, like, makes you hype. And I think, I think the anime doesn't hold up to it. Like, that intro is so fucking good. I listened to that and the FMA Brotherhood intros over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. I'm listening to it now, because I was like, fuck, what's that song again? Fucking bang a track. Pump this on at the clubs. Get it fucking (laughs) popping. Yeah, the very open clubs that we have in Melbourne right now. Oh, yeah. Listen, they're, they're blasting. I don't know what's up with them. I'm not going to clubs at the moment. I'm sure some are We didn't go to open. clubs before. I went to some. Mm. Well, I would hardly call us party people. 
I have friends that aren't you. Maybe I go to clubs <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Next. God. Man, there's a lot of fucking questions. Jesus. Next question by uh, <clears throat> One Bag Spook and She Do What I Zoinky at Grooving Ghastly on Twitter. Do you think the Titans ever feel bad for being so naked? I think they have Catholic guilt. Well, I don't think they can, because they don't have anything going on. This is based off nothing, Ellie. I want them to have Catholic guilt. I don't think they can have original sin, because they have no genitalia to cover. I don't know. One Titan has nipples. Only that one. That's the first Titan, man. None others. That's why Ymir's being cast into fucking eternal damnation, uh, building Titan statues out of sand for all eternity, uh, because she dared to have nipples. I think they all have exposure kinks, and they're, like, getting off on it. And that's why they run so funny. They're like streakers, and they like it. They enjoy it. It's good to them. They like the freedom it offers. It's good to them. Just like, I can't believe anyone would rather pull plants than fight. Oh, we that on the, show. <laughs> the Titans have to pay for what they've done to us. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Next question from uh, uh, Chaz Stan and Kidu, uh, clown emoji, elephant facing left emoji, at uh, Helmamet on uh, Twitter. Did you ever watch AOT Abridged? No, I didn't. But I know what it is. I did. I watched all of it and I forgot everything about it. I was obsessed with like Yu-Gi-Oh! GX abridged, which you can't even find Ooh, anymore. Good time. Like I, I've looked. I was really into Rest that. In peace. But I've never really watched abridged anime. I even then I haven't really seen a whole heap of anime. I've just kind of rewatched the same main ones. And I haven't watched anime in years. So that's um a pat on my back and a gold star on, on my back. Congrats. Unlike you. I didn't watch any until this year, where we had two diverging parts, where uh, you dived headfirst into um, Biblical Apocrypha, and then I just started watching anime again. We've all coped with COVID in different ways. I have coped by um, reading the Bible obsessively. You coped by watching anime. Both of these are terrible decisions that we made, and have had to listen to the other talk about it at length. I was going to watch the first episode of AOT Abridged before this, but I did forget. I think for my benefit, because I don't think I'm going to watch it now. <sighs> We're already taking enough on. Exactly. I've, I'm already taking enough on by reading all of this and then also watching the anime as it is. Mm. Next question from uh, Sarah Mick. You can spoil Zeta for me now at Otoranza at Sarah Mick Costumes on Twitter. Uh, can you pinpoint the moment you bounced out of here? What is it? I think, well, I have very little memories of, like, the end of high school, but I pretty much stopped caring. Like, I was so deeply into it, and then literally DashCon happened, and then my favorite fanfic author who wrote Attack on Titan fanfiction went to DashCon, and then after that left the fandom because of some experience she had there. And then I was like, fuck it. My favorite fanfic's never going to be updated again. And I was like obsessed with it. And then I just like left. So like, there was like 
Oh, like, I, it was literally DashCon whenever the fuck that happened. I just like having never been into it in the first place, so I was never really bouncing out. I've only bounced in. I mean, I think that's worse. Like, I got into it as a 16-year-old. You got into it as a 22-year-old. But now I'm getting into it. You got into it unironically. I'm that's into true. it now ironically. But I was into a lot of stuff unironically at the time. Like, this is like deep in my teen wolf phase. This God. Is like all the worst stuff. Like... I don't know, at least it, it, it was probably not that great because it was just, like, after my Harry Potter deep phase one <laughs> in that, you know. <laughs> but, like, I stopped writing my Harry Potter f- fucking OC insert fanfiction to, like, write this crap, so, you know. Jesus, what a sacrifice you made. Yeah, I wrote a lot of Teen Wolf fanfiction. It was bad. And then I got a lot of hate for my Teen Wolf fanfiction. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah. That's why I switched to AO3, because I got heaps of hate on fanfiction.net for my, my sick and edgy Teen Wolf fanfiction. And I also still get hate for my Harry Potter fanfiction that I wrote when I was, like, 13. Like, I get messages to this day that are just, like, bad Mary Sue, and I'm like... Dude, this was published in like 2012. I'm I'm so far from this now, but I still get the fucking email. Calm down. I just get the email being like, "Um, you spelt this wrong," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did. I was in year seven. But yeah, you know. <laughs> wow, Sasha buzzed excitedly. I cannot even with this new issue. Anyway, let's 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 go up. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, Christ. am I dealing you psychic damage? Am I getting you? Because I'm impervious to feeling embarrassed about this. I do not fucking care. I've been gotten got. I like, I because you have such a stronger reaction to secondhand embarrassment than I do. Like I'm not great with it, but like I am, I can handle it. Whilst you have the strongest cringe reaction to shit ever, and it's so funny to trigger it with my own life to you. Oh, it's fucking miserable. I can't stand in the same room as it happening. All right. As as we continue through this podcast, I will be slowly revealing different interesting lines that uh, are going to hurt Ali mentally as sort of retribution. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've earned that. But you know what's really fun? You know what's really fun? This this world I created did you know, because of the real superheroes existing and them having comics about them, this world I created does live in the utopia where the Avengers was cancelled as a comic and doesn't exist anymore and no one knows what it is. Oh my Aside God. from mega fan John, who's a who's a big nerd, but Fuck. no one else cares about Marvel or the Avengers and most people don't know what it is. So, like, that is sort of, like, a, a world I wish I lived in. <laughs> God, I need to stop looking at my fanfic. I have to get out of this. I'm going to start reading it. out go lines because it's go. so funny. It's so stupid. We've still got more to get through. Wait, what are we going to do? Oh, more questions. Let's go. Let's go. Questions. Let's hammer these babies yeah, right. out. Let's right. fucking do it. Rapid fire mode. Lightning style. All right. Uh, from Stress at Bonjour Friends on uh, Twitter. Uh, what was your initial impressions slash expectations and how have they deteriorated over time? We've kind of like gone over most of this, but like... I don't know if anything's... Nothing's... I'm trying to think how I felt when I found out, like, all the wild, like, hyper-nationalist shit was happening, and, like, his opinions on stuff. 
I don't think I cared much. I was sort of I, already out wasn't... by that point. Like, I left before finding yeah. all that out, so it wasn't it didn't affect me. However, I remember when you were just starting to get into it with, like, Charlie and stuff, right? And I remember I just, like, casually was like, oh, yeah, I used to be into that. And I was like, did they ever get back to the basement? Did they ever get to the ocean? Because that was, like, what I had imagined the end game to be. And you looked at me and was like, oh, Rowan. <laughs> and then you gave me this huge spiel, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that really shifted my perspective on the series. Because, like, for years I'd been like, well, I never knew how all that shook out. I didn't know all the things that it nev- I never got to see. And I just was like, oh, I just had it in my mind that it would just be like, oh, I don't know, they kill the Titans, they get to the ocean, they settle down. Like, just as a normal ending, basic shit, Naruto style, they get married and have kids. Yeah. And then you were like, hey, Rowan, you could, that happened so long ago, they are so beyond that now. And I was like, do tell. <laughs> yeah. And that really shook things up for me internally. <laughs> Like, getting back into Attack on Titan when I was never really into it in the first place has been purely from, like, bro, what the fuck are they doing? How can this get worse? Because, like... But they always find a way. We always jerk, like, anime is bad, manga is bad. But the thing is, there's a lot of normal, pre-average and good fucking anime and manga. This is a whole other level. Like, a whole other fucking ball game. Yeah. And it's so popular... And no one fucking talks about how whack it is. And people who like it try to, like, brush shit under the rug. And it's like, no, shake out the rug. Like, people need to know how cringe and whack and insane it all is. And how it became popular. Like, I remember, like, when, uh, in one of the recent chapters, when uh, Hanji was killed, it was also revealed that the afterlife exists. And that everybody who's dead uh, is still present and is like about five feet away from the main cast just kind of watching them do shit and i was like all right fucking let's go to tumblr let's see what's happening what are they talking about and i was like oh fuck god damn it it's all just sad posting about hanji's death we get nothing about like bro the afterlife is real what somehow the details of the world building just wash over people and they don't even question them and that's really frightening because it's got so many horrible and genuinely damaging ideas in it that I want to unpack. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's what we want to talk about it. It's not just like, oh, funny, stupid anime. It's like dangerous anime that's both dumb, but the fact that so many of its concepts just go unexamined by the majority of people that read and watch it, I find genuinely disturbing. All right. Next, Next question by, at least I'm not a sad, quote, as I used to be, end quote, at Holly Iridescent. Uh, how do you feel about the original planned ending being one much earlier and two being essentially rocks fall everyone dies now i have no idea what this is i spent about an hour trying to find out what the fuck this is about and i could not find anything so i think what's going to happen is i'm going to save this question for next episode where i try and do some more digging and find out what this was i think he just doesn't like writing it anymore i mean no he hates hates it like he gets all of his assistants to do all the art, and, like, it's all just pulled out of his ass. He doesn't want to do this. He, he's, like, like many manga artists has lost passion uh, because it yeah. sucks. Okay. Okay, we're going on because I'm going to get. I'm gonna save that question again for the next episode where I will know what the original planned ending was and can talk about it. Next question by Evil Regato, uh, BLM, at Benui. Um... Outside of the main trio, and if you want to be extra tough, excluding Historia as well, which characters disappointed you the most? Also, why art like that? 
Art like that because bad at art. Art like that I know specifically because it was the first, like, when it started, it was the first, like, uh, manga, like, he'd ever drawn. So he's not very good at it. Which is, oh, that's that's another thing. I don't want to shit on the early art because it's, like, not because I care about his feelings, but more because, like, I don't like the idea of being mean to people who are making something for the first time and putting it out there. Because that's not just this dude, that's a lot of people. And so, like, being like, oh, bro, look how shitty this fucking art is on this person's, like, first piece of media is kind of mean to other people. Yeah, like, I don't care about being mean to a fascist, but I don't want to, like, put down early artists as a... Who yeah. could be listening, yeah. But the, the thing is, that that early, like, air quotes style became, like, the foundation for all the art for the series. And so everything has this weird... Not unprofessional quality, but like, cause it's like it's being made by good artists who know what they're doing and, and can draw being very well. To draw bad, <laughs> yeah. But it's like all all of like the proportions are askew in such weird ways, and nothing looks quite right. And like sometimes, every now and again, there'll be a panel that like uses that in a good way, and it'll actually look quite like intense, and like the expressions will be like just very powerful in a very real way but a majority of the time it just means that it looks very janky and like just badly made yeah the art looks like that because he was bad at art and the start and that became the house style and then how do we feel about the characters i mean i think armin because like oh you said not main three but like i don't know like i don't really give a fuck about any of them um uh what happens to Jean? I don't is know. I've only alive? seen the first bit of the anime. He is. I know, he's, no, he's I, know I was. He's still going. Not. Is he? Is he still fucking chilling? Is he still a dickhead? I don't know. I, I, when I found out Armin was a little fascist baby, I was like, oh, okay. He was nice though. Well, now he's now he's big, tall, colossal titan, which is extremely good to me. Finding out <laughs> Armin is a titan is really funny. It's so good, dude. I don't even know who's alive and who's not. Like, I can't speak Most to Most aren't. <laughs> Most people have been beefed, sadly. Um, I think in terms of non-main three, not Historia, which is, ow, rough. Historia is one of the worst. Hmm. Maybe Annie, because she has a crush on Armin, and it's like, okay, dude, come on. <laughs> Find someone else. Black. You, there, are, there are better people out here. I think I also just have, like, a better understanding of, like, canon ideas of the characters based off what the fandom was in like 2016 than like any real characterization they get in the story because <laughs> like that's what fandoms that have terrible storylines do they just take the characters and they make them different and then yeah. there becomes like a larger fandom idea of who that character is that has nothing to do eventually with the original storyline that they're from oh not in the slightest like all the big fan fiction and pretty much like is all AUs. No one actually cares about writing about being in this world. Alright. Two questions left. We're almost done. We're almost out of here. The, the, the school bell's about to ring, boys. Uh, second comment from uh, at least I'm not as sad, quote, as I used to be, end quote, at Holly Odesson. Self-indulgence, did you see my hit post on Tumblr comparing FMAB and AOT's approaches to, like, fascism that got a lot of hate? I didn't. Oh, did you not look at this link? Oh, no. Let me send you this link. It's a great post. Talk quality shit, Holly Iridescent. 
Manic Pixie T girl. That's fucking fucking awesome. banging URL. Man, Full Metal Alchemist really, uh, really did something Attack on Titan tried to do, but uh, ten times better. Like, uh, ten years earlier, I'm talking the uh, themes of a singular city constantly at war, an oppressive monarchy enforced by military police, daddy issues, dead mothers, powerful kids, the constant air of mystery surrounding the monstrous beings, and the implications of a huge conspiracy. It goes without saying, it helps that FMA isn't uh, written by a hardline nationalist. The thing about it is, like. Uh, FMAB is my favorite fucking anime. I fucking love that shit. It's so good. And maybe it would be cool to do a to do a podcast about, you know, the the anime I like, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that and we're not going to do that because um we we this is more of a service. You know, this is sort of a sacrifice that we're doing. And also I just listened to a full podcast about that. So I think I don't really need to do that job anymore. The market's a bit full currently. Someone else has done that, but has anyone done the anti-attack on Titan podcast? No. No. <laughs> Which means there's no competition. Exactly. Actually, I haven't even checked. Maybe someone has. But it doesn't matter, because ours will be No, I better. did. I Don't worry. I took a peek online. There was nothing that actually looked good. <laughs> but yeah, quality posts. Top-notch shit, OP. Uh, I give you Reddit gold for this one. <laughs> All right final and frankly most most vital question of the pod def- definitely the most uh apt and uh useful for uh, life in the real world street smarts heavy uh from asha k the worst of libertines at puppet husbandry if i see a dude with an attack on titan backpack or a patch on his jacket how fast should i run away uh naruto run speed Ooh, yes uh the the faster you can go or alternatively jump kick him in the back of the head <laughs> just fucking slam yeah, that bitch right just... down on that concrete crack his skull save the world some uh yeah. some effort <laughs> just rip that boy right off the backpack god yes yeah i um i think i have some like old attack on titan art around. oh you do i've that. seen it i yeah like that i just haven't looked at in like ages i don't even know where it is I'd have to, like, find it, but, um, I need to get rid of <laughs> Probably, yeah. I just keep everything, like, it's the fucking worst. I think I have, like, buttons with little chibis on them. Oh, something. fuck yeah, nice dude. Um, so if anyone wants that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's some propaganda. <laughs> Do you want some chibi propaganda? <laughs> Are we done? Well, that's... That's all the questions, folks. I think we've been talking for a while. I think that's the end of the pod by the looks of things. If you want to find our Twitter account, it's at uh, aoaotpod at twitter.com. Um, our art is made by uh, Soft Antiseptic on uh, Twitter or Antiseptic Band Aid on Instagram. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. I don't know what our intro music is yet, so I don't know who to thank for that one. I'll uh, put that in the patch notes. What was our outro music going to be again? I don't know. Chaz came up with it. <laughs> yeah, but fucking. Well, I don't know. It was. It's a wonderful world, I think. Yeah. Who's that? That's who's, fine. Who's, who's sung a It's a Wonderful world. world? Probably a lot of people. Let's see. It's a Wonderful World. Ah, oh, Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. Thank you for playing us out, sir. Um, I also don't have a proper outro prepared yet. We'll get that done by next time.
um, fuck fascists, man. I don't know. Nationalists burn in hell. Yeah. Punch a Nazi, whatever the fuck. You know. Fuck borders. <laughs> Titans without borders. Good night. <laughs> Titans without borders. <laughs> I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful been listening to a good episode productions network podcast see the website for more details